0: Hi, I'm Bradley Simmons, personal trainer to some of the UK's most loved celebrities, football icons, and Olympic athletes. With so many opinions flying around and influencers influencing, it's time to weigh up what is fact, what is fiction, and what needs more focus. Millie G, most known for her successful recovery from an eating disorder, is a super successful digital creator with nearly 300,000 devoted followers, a podcast host, and Gymshark athlete. Her authenticity and openness has brought a community of people together, all who love and learn from what Millie has gone through. Once again, thank you for listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and you give it a five-star rating. Millie, welcome to Facts Over Feelings. How are we doing?
1: Hello, thank you for having me.
0: Absolute pleasure. And you brought a little guest with you? I have.
1: I've got my little dog, Noah.
0: And he's Noah, like four
1: he, and a bit months old. Four and a bit
0: months old. And he's... Yeah. Obviously, went to the toilet just now and I looked <laughs> after him and he was not happy. He's attached.
1: He's, get, he's so attached. Yes. I'm like, I'm trying to... Like I don't know what do you call it? We train them,
0: train them. But you got to socialise with as many dogs yeah. as possible.
1: Oh no, I'm not doing that.
0: Yeah, no. so come, come <laughs> and meet Roots as Roots as a boy. Roots will teach him a lot. Yeah, you
1: should have brought him in. I should have,
0: but they would have been madness. But talk to me, what's going on? What's yeah. the latest? You're flying on Instagram. You're growing. It's good. You know I'd love what? To see Instagram.
1: It. We were just talking about this before. Yeah. Like Instagram is a weird one because it's it's so unpredictable. So yes. like I grew my main like following yeah. through lockdown like in 2020 and it just came out of nowhere, like it wasn't the plan at all. And then obviously I've been doing that ever since. It's like my full-time job now and it's a scary world. What
0: was your job before?
1: So I went to uni yep. to psychology okay. in Sussex and then I worked very briefly at a company like a vitamins company as a social media manager okay so, so kind of on, on the, the other side other side yeah
0: a idea of how it works yeah then, but I was
1: literally there for like four months
0: and you said I need to do it myself
1: and then yeah and then so Gymshark contacted me and they were like we'd love to sponsor you Wicked. and they I mean my pay at this other job was just not good so I was like, gimshot pay me more. Yeah, you more. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah so it felt like it makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah, 100%.
1: And then my parents were like, what are you doing? and like, did you
0: see a big boost in following and engagement when you signed with Gymshark because I know Gymshark are very yeah. good at that, including you and getting you a bigger reach. Yeah.
1: I don't know, it's hard to predict because I think I mean my following was going up like 5000 every night. Yeah. So I I guess the Gymshark would have definitely helped that as well, but it was just like nonstop. It was soaring, but then obviously because it was in lockdown, we couldn't do much. There was not many activations. Which a lot of us
0: in the fitness industry definitely grew over the lockdown. Yeah, if you didn't, you didn't put the graft in. Yeah, you didn't put the work in. But it wasn't my plan. It wasn't your plan. But sometimes, like your that's your path. That's the path you're meant to be on. You've got a reason you're on the path you're on now, and I'm a strong believer in that. Mm. And obviously, with your journey, obviously I mentioned it in the introduction. um, You're inspiring so many girls right now. Which is great. You. Is your yeah. following majority of girls? Yeah. It's about it?
1: 97%. 97%. And that's good. Mad. That's really good. Yeah, and on I'm a very business,
0: happy about that. On a business <laughs> side of things, that's really good. Mm. I know a few girls, they asked me for advice, Bradley, I want to do this, do that. And the first thing I said, what is your percentage of following like ratio-wise? And they said, oh, 8% men. Yeah. So you need to change that quick.
1: Yeah.
0: And how do you change that? It's becoming a service, right? Inspiring your followers, yeah. educating them kind of building a community mm-hmm. rather than the good-looking selfies and this and Yeah, like. exactly. you got to change it up.
1: I've always said from the get-go, like, I need to provide value. I was never yes. one... Well, before my weight gain journey, I was I was always just sort of, like, posting pictures just to seek validation. Yeah. And it was, like, not really that informative. I mean, if it was informative, it would be, like, the false information, yeah. which I still see now, which is really sad. But obviously, you have to learn from that. Um, but as soon as I started to really just, like, be true to myself and and just show up for myself and not care about what other people are thinking that's when I start to see growth yes and success and everything else just flowed after that and I always say like as soon as you're your most authentic self everything else will fall into place
0: oh 100%, 100%. and like like you
1: said like I'm literally here doing what I was meant to be doing on this on this earth oh of
0: course 100% we've all got a reason for it yeah and kind of, when I was younger I was obviously doing selfies I was getting a lot of engagement yeah. <laughs> And my following was like 90% women. Mm. And I had a passion to work for the Men's Health GQ. Mm-hmm. And they said to me, we love you, but we you need to change what you're doing yeah. on Instagram. So I did. I reversed it, uh, focused on being a service, providing an education. Um, and then I finally got that. So many people listening out there trying to grow their following. Yes, you might have a million followers. Yeah. But it might not be the million followers that get you far.
1: And it's about engagement as engagement well. Engagement is key. You want people to engage with yeah. you. Well,
0: I've seen your engagement you've probably got better engagement than a lot of people that have got a million followers. Mm. Which is good.
1: It's good. It's really it's good. good. It's really yeah. good. good. It's hard to not get caught up in it though, isn't it? No, of course. Like I really, like there are weeks where I'm, I'm feeling like a lot of self-doubt because I'm not getting... The engagement that I'm used to Yeah but that's just how it's just the world Isn't it It's just the I can create a
0: really good post And it does It sh- sh- does shit <laughs> Yeah But then I do a post Where it's a carousel Of me in the countryside yeah. And it does incredible
1: Yeah
0: That's just Instagram But let's say 2,000 people like that post There's still 2,000 people That are going to get Something mm. from that post And you got to remember that Put 2,000 people in front of you decent yeah T- Ten thousand people like i mean in, in the countryside yeah it's nice it's yeah fine. but that can't make me then just keep posting carousels 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 because exactly. then my business doesn't grow yeah so you gotta understand business and engagement there's difference getting that balance um but anyway we, we, as it's facts over feelings we always start with a fact or a stat and research suggests around 3.4 million people in the uk are affected by an eating disorder 75 percent of which are women pretty mad. That's, isn't it? it
1: honestly sends shivers down me. Yes. Like that's mad.
0: And I guess when you were suffering, obviously with your eating disorder, but how did it start? What were the reasons?
1: Oh gosh. Like I I don't remember life without my eating disorder, yeah. which is really sad. Like it took over my entire life. Um, like my vital years during my whole teens, early 20s. Um, and like really what sparked it, I remember the day that I started to, like, sort of be a bit more wary of calories. And it was, um, I mean, it was during, like, Tumblr days. Mm -hmm. I was looking on Tumblr, Tumblr. as you do. And I saw, like, this Australian model that I always just followed and aspired to look like. I think I was about 15 at this this Mm. time. It's really young. It's young, but
0: it's that age where you're starting to fancy boys. Yeah, exactly. And 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 you're
1: wanting to impress boys and everything. So, yeah, I held a lot of my value around how I looked and what my body was like and everything um and this model just posted this 1200 calorie diet on Tumblr God. um as an example of what she does and i instantly just thought okay well that's the answer like yeah. that's what i need to do um but i had no idea about calories i had no really I, I had no idea about nutrition or anything um but it just it just sort of planted that seed in my head and it made me a lot more worried about what i was eating so the the next day I just completely switched how I was eating. It was literally like an overnight thing.
0: And did you stick to 1,200 calories that yeah. you suggested? I
1: was like doing it on my calculator on my phone wow. at the time. And what type of
0: foods were you eating? Was it was it food that would actually fuel you?
1: Well, no. It no. was just food that was sort of accessible because it was I mean, I was I was eating like I before this I'd eaten like muffins, chocolate, like everything like as a kid would eat, really. And
0: kids could get away with it. Right? And
1: kids could get away with it, exactly. Yeah. So It was like adapting to that and trying, and and then it made me realize like, oh my God, a muffin has X amount of calories. And it really made me like fear muffins. And then it would just be like a ripple effect. So at the start, I was eating just any sort of foods that I could fit into my calories. And then it started to get more intense and a lot more like low calorie sort of fake foods, um, sweeteners, just, yeah, I was very much like a... And, and I guess, were volume. you
0: over-exercising as well? So that deficit was yeah. even bigger.
1: So I was dancing. I've danced like since I was three yeah. years old. Nice. Um, I used to dance every single day after school. It was just like what I did. Went to dance school every time. Um, and I loved it. But again, that was another factor into my eating disorder because, I mean, naturally, as you can imagine, dance is like all about how you look, how, you're, how yeah. you know, long your body, your limbs are and whatever, how flexible you are. So... You're in leotards and you're looking at everyone around you. You're looking at yourself in the mirror all the time. You've got that every mirror, don't you, in front of exactly, you, yeah, it's yourself just to other girls. the constant reminder of what you look like. So that also didn't help. Um, and then I'd start comparing myself to like my friends, what they would eat, and some of my friends would also hop on the bandwagon of like tracking calories and stuff. So we were all just sort of in our own little yeah. bubble of. Restricting.
0: Because that's a big percentage, 75% yeah, of which are women.
1: That and is girls. really, really high.
0: So, why why is it women rather than men? What, why do you think from your experience? Because um, I know from my experience, being a young lad, you'd play football, you'd mm-hmm. play rugby, and you just, you would eat. Boys don't, really, they don't yeah. really care.
1: You know, what I think, I think there's like this sort of like gym bro culture that is very much into. Yeah, tracking calories. Like obviously this is all fine, yeah. like you can do yeah. whatever suits you, but it's very much tracking calories, being, you know, chicken and rice, all of that stuff. Yeah. And if you saw that if you saw a girl do that, you would instantly kind of think, Oh, she must have some sort of yeah eating disorder or like she's very much like aware of what she's eating. Yeah. I think it's not really... But I think um, where it
0: differs, I think guys don't want to be skinny though. Guys want mm, to be muscly. Yeah. So they're like okay, for me to be muscly, I have to eat the certain amounts. Mm-hmm. Whereas girls is to you to look a certain way, yeah. you've got to eat this amount. Yeah. So you're going down that unhealthy path to uh-huh. look a certain way which women should look like. Yeah. For men to look, I guess, the optimal health, mm. 10% body fat, have muscle. Yeah. So you are going to eat 3,000 calories a day. Yeah. So it's almost like a healthier path to be yeah. that certain image.
1: I guess it's, it's, with maybe eating that's, disorders. Huh? With eating disorders, yeah. it's like, you've got the physical side of it. So yeah, with like with women, we kind of naturally all just want to be slimmer just because like the media, yeah. models, everything like that. And with the guys, it's to look bigger. But if you look at the bigger picture, it's all about our appearance. Yeah. So I guess the, the motive behind it is still quite the same. But obviously with women, it's a lot more severe because it can lead to yeah. loss of periods, I know, bone cycle. damage. Yeah, like loads yes. of awful things that can lead to long-term effects and... Just like bad things like that. So I yeah, I lost my period for eight years.
0: Wow. So how long were you in that period of because I saw a video recently on Instagram where yeah. you was boxing in front of the TV yeah. and then you was boxing again. And mm. what a difference. You obviously look a lot healthier. Um but then you probably thought you was looking you was probably oh you probably thought you looked great back in then.
1: Honestly, you have no idea. Like when you're in that mindset and when you're so ingrained. In your, like, eating disorder mind, you're so, like, fixated on calories and food and exercise. You yeah. honestly don't see how you look. I had this, but it's all about body dysmorphia, and I didn't see this. I didn't know yeah. about it. Um, And I learned about it after um, I gained weight because I kind of came out of that body, and then I can see my body in the way that it was and how everyone else saw it. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, when I first realized I was quite humiliated, I was really embarrassed because I just thought, how could how could no one tell me about this? Like, how could I go about my life, my eight years of living, thinking that I looked great when I I honestly was, like, scaring people away? And I had problems with guys. Like, no, guys want, like, wanted to be with me. Like, it was all just so, so intense. Yeah. And there was no answer to it until I gained weight. And I realized, like, a lot of it was to do with that. Yeah of course So many of my struggles was, So yeah. did,
0: do you not have Like support around Your family and friends They must have witnessed What was going mm. on But I guess it's really tough For them when you're In that headspace Yeah
1: it was hard Because it's still Quite a taboo thing To talk about And yeah. it's really hard To to approach someone When they're quite fragile And they, they're very Like when you're In an eating disorder You're in such denial And it can make you Come across very Defensive And not very welcoming Yeah So my mum did try to talk to me in the earlier days when my dance teacher phoned her up and was like, we're worried about Millie. Um, but the first time that she approached me about it, I was in my room and she, I mean, bless her. Like she obviously had no idea how to go about it. But in my eyes back then, it, she, it came across like really, like she was quite angry. Um, and I just completely put my walls up. I, we just had a huge argument. And I think from then it just really put her off even mentioning it again. Mm-hmm. And then it would get to like a few more years, maybe four or five years. Again, she would mention it. And it was the same old thing, the same a, old yeah. argument.
0: Because their intentions are good. They want to help yeah. you, but maybe then they don't understand the best way around it. Yeah, I think my mum was very similar with my sister. She went to university, came back, and she was overweight. My mum mm-hmm. couldn't believe it because I guess my sister uh, was always playing netball. She played county netball. She played football for Brentford. Yeah, Then she went to university and things slowed down. And if she can't, and my mum couldn't, and I think my mum approached in the wrong way. Mm. Um, so that's a lesson for parents as well. Yeah. Like, what would you say to parents? How is the best way to deal it? If you if you got a daughter yeah. or a sibling or a friend who is struggling like mm. you, are, I guess, what is the best way around it? Because the, f- the cruel to be kind approach yeah. isn't always the best way.
1: No, it's not. I think the first thing is to just not do it in a safe space for them. So I would always get approached when I was in my bedroom. And that was like a very safe space for me. Okay. So if someone was sort of interrogating that space, I would instantly feel defensive and angry and like, you know, all those emotions. Yeah. So I think that's the first thing. Um, the second thing I would advise parents or even family and friends, everyone is to go about it in a way that you just want to really be understanding. You want to really always reassure them that I understand or that you want to reassure them that, um, about your intentions, your good intentions, because I think sometimes that's sort of overlooked and they just, they're just they just so concerned about you that they just want to know the answer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, good intentions, not in a safe space. And then a third thing I'd say is try and like open up and be vulnerable yourself as well so that they also feel comfortable being vulnerable.
0: Uh, yeah, that's true.
1: Um, in whatever way that is. Um, and obviously whatever way you're comfortable doing it as well. Because I guess
0: that helps Yeah I guess it's like Not telling you what to do But maybe just having A conversation of Possibilities or outcomes Or things And maybe seeking help Professional help Mm -hmm. Counsellors I don't know Like I've fortunately Never been through it I haven't had a daughter That could potentially Go through it one day Or a son Um, But of course I've worked with clients Who've come back From eating disorders
1: Um, I don't
0: work with any clients who currently are having an eating disorder. I'm not professional to do that. But I have definitely helped people that come out of it and go, okay, cool. I finally want to be educated. Mm. How do I get into the best shape and be physically healthier and fitter? Mm. Um, So yeah, but there's definitely a way out of it isn't there
1: there is 100% a way out of it because you don't think there is you think yeah. I mean for me I thought that this was my life forever and I sort of just
0: what sparked you what, what made you go enough is enough I need to is it? Is it just you said it boys not yeah. <laughs> even, though, even though you was like doing your best for boys to yeah. find you attractive you were like what's going on
1: yeah I was like why where's the attention <laughs> no it, I think there were, there were moments throughout those eight years where I would have I'd have a scare
0: and that was fifteen. How's my maths? Fifteen to uh, twenty-three.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm twenty-five now.
0: Twenty-five. So two years, and two you, you're years. feeling good. Mm.
1: I'm honestly, I I feel like a completely new person. It's so hard to explain. You just feel like a whole new, whole new energy, whole new body, whole new yeah. person, whole new lifestyle. So it's it's. I mean, for me, I find it hard to ever miss that old self. Yeah. Um. But what sparked it was. I mean, my best friend who, she's not very, she doesn't really talk any, anything serious. She's quite funny. She, mm. ne, she hates sort of confrontation, anything like that. So she messaged me during lockdown and she was really concerned. Um, so that's my dog sneezing. <laughs> she was really concerned and it sort of made me concerned how concerned she was. So I had to just bite the bullet and, and just admit that I needed some help. And that was so hard because I felt like I was defeated. I felt like I'd lost all the control because it was all about having control during my eating disorder. So I felt like I lost all of that. And it was so scary. But even at that time, I didn't tell my parents, didn't tell my family. And this was all still during lockdown. So we're all like in the same household. Um, But I shared on my Instagram and I said, I'm going to go on this weight gain journey. At that time, like no one spoke about weight gain. So no one speaks about
0: weight, but they are now. Like no one, even the word weight gain journey, people are like what? Yeah. It's just all yeah. about weight loss. I still it's get that loss, now. Loss. Yeah.
1: So then I was like, God, I'm talking about weight gain. I'm doing a post about weight gain. This is gonna really rouse some people up. I feel like mm-hmm. I need to approach this in the right way because weight gain has such a negative narrative around it. Um and I sort of was doing it by myself. I was increasing my calories a little bit, and I was doing good, and then I kind of hit this. Plateau and I just stopped because I was just too scared to gain any more weight. I was too scared to like up my calories even more.
0: So, when you say up your calories, you went from 1200 to what?
1: Um, to about 1700. That's a good start. Um, And I. What's your, what's your BMR?
0: Your BMR is around. Oh, I'm not sure. You don't know. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's fine. No. <laughs> I'm honestly, that's mean being an on online coach. Yeah. yeah. Um, but
1: yeah. That's I, a good start. It's a good start. It's a good, good start. Yeah, yeah, it's it's and then my friends sort of noticed that I wasn't really gaining much weight that was noticeable. Like for me, it was really noticeable, but for them, it wasn't really noticeable. Yeah.
0: Um, but you felt healthier, I guess. So you had I more felt, energy levels. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I did have. Did more energy levels. Did you see a
0: different change in your cognitive function, your gut health? Did you see a change in your just your overall energy? Um. Going from twelve hundred to seventeen hundred in a good way.
1: I I think I did. I think it was really overshadowed by my just my fear. And mm-hmm. like constantly still body checking, constantly okay. like worrying about my abs disappearing. Um, so I don't I don't think I was at that point to even appreciate the increased energy and everything like that. Yeah. Um but then it was like September, October time, 2020. Um, I just reached out to a coach who was my friend as well. And she she just helped me go on this, like, reverse diet. Nice. And as soon as I heard the word diet, I was like, oh, this is great. I can get away with this okay. weight gain. Okay. I can get away with it. Yes. It's a diet. And I would see, like, loads of um, transformations of this reverse diet, and I'd always see people losing weight from it. Because I guess you're, like, resetting your... Mm-hmm. Me- is it metabolic rate or yeah. anything? Because so, your, met-
0: your your metabolism would have been so... Slow. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I thought this was actually, like, really good. I can get away with this weight gain thing. Um, and then I was obviously increasing my calories... In about two, three months since starting with her, that's when I noticed my increased energy, increased cognitive function, Good. increased confidence. And
0: did you go from high intensity training, a lot of cardio, to more strength? Yes.
1: Yeah. So I kind of started strength training during uni, but I wasn't obviously doing it properly because I was just so malnourished. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was doing my HIIT workouts all the time, literally five times a week, and then yeah, so I instantly just cut that. Out, yeah. and that was obviously another big big like wall to climb over yeah Um, but and I just really fell in love with weight training properly like really lifting weights feeling strong Um, again this was during lockdown so not many people even had access to weights but I was so lucky enough to have access to weights because we built our own little home gym nice um, and that honestly saved me because I think if I were to just I know a lot of people go like do the all in weight gain approach and I think that would just be way too overwhelming for me. I was still counting calories at this time as well, but it was sort of making sure that I was getting enough calories in as opposed to yeah. not eating
0: enough calories. Yeah, of course. Um, I, so I, I, look, there's carrying calories, it gets a lot of stick.
1: Yeah, it does. For, it me, does.
0: for me, it's a great tool yeah. if you're on the right journey, if yeah. you're in the right mindset. If you're not in the right mindset, I can identify that. Yeah. I don't think I can help you. Absolutely. But if you're in the right mindset and I know this is what you need, then this is a great tool to either help you drop body fat percentage yeah. or in your case gain a little bit of body fat percentage to improve your overall health.
1: Yeah, absolutely. If
0: you're a marathon, if you want to go for the marathon, okay, we need to be a certain amount and I educate them why they need this amount of calories because mm-hmm. you're going to burn this amount of calories. Mm-hmm. So counting uh, calories is definitely a tool which is, has its positives yeah. but in some cases, of course, can be a negative.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm going to take a minute out of this podcast now to talk about one of the companies I'm involved in, Leap Academy. Now, I've always been interested in helping others follow my path in the fitness industry and get qualified And about a year ago, I was presented with an opportunity to work with some other great experts in the field to deliver courses to get you qualified. Leap Academy launched in Jan 2022, and the response has been incredible so far, with 600 current students to become PTs and nutritionists. If you're interested in joining the fitness industry, I would 100% recommend Leap Academy. Our courses are fully flexible so you can study around your work schedule and family commitments. And our prices are amazing value. If you want to find out more, check out the link in my Instagram bio or DM me. You can use the code BRAD2023 for 30% off.
1: I think if I just stopped counting calories, I would have stopped gaining weight. Because yeah. I, I just wouldn't have known how much I was paying into my body. Yeah. So I would have thought that, or I would have assumed that I would have I was eating more than I should yeah,
0: yeah, eat, yeah. be eating. Yeah, of if course. that makes
1: sense. So yeah, that the weight, the, sorry, the. Sorry, my dog's literally (laughs) running around everywhere. He's fine, the dog's fine. He's cute. Distracting me. He's cute. I got him now. I
0: got him now. He's
1: sweet. Um, Yeah, so I completely agree with the calorie tracking. I think, I mean, I haven't touched calorie, the calorie tracking apps or anything since finishing my weight gain journey. Yeah. Because it is a scary thing to go back to.
0: Well, I feel like you've been educated and I say this as well as I don't expect all my clients to calories count all their life. Mm. But in that maybe four to six months, they're gonna have much better yeah. education to understand how many calories and certain things. When yeah, so so it true. comes to their portion control, they go, Okay, cool, this is the right amount. Yeah. And if I gain a little bit of weight being on holiday, cool, I know what my portion of should be when I come back. Yeah. I don't expect my people to calorie count all the time. Yeah, exactly. Again, it's a good tool. Yeah. So when people give it stick, I'm like, Yes, I can understand why. Mm. But under the right, with the right people and the right guidance, right help, it's 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 the only way really. Yeah. To successfully either lose weight Or like Mm. in your case Gain weight
1: Yeah it's fine That's exactly it It's finding the right Because you
0: find obviously There's this whole body positive movement Yeah And this is a movement that I've Had trouble with Ever since I started as a PT (laughs) Because My philosophy is I want to improve people's health Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not just their appearance mm-hmm. it's obviously the way they move um, it's the way they feel their gut health everything improving muscle mass uh, and with, I see a lot of the body positive movement a lot of it is positive but there's also a part of it where no you shouldn't lose weight no mm-hmm. you can see whatever you want no you yep. should just look in the mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful and basically covering the cracks yeah 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 and I've got a lot of clients who come on board and say Bradley um, I, I got sucked into that world And I just wasn't healthy As much as I was telling myself I need to be confident As much as I I tell myself I need to love myself And I'm surrounded With other people Who are doing exactly the same Mm -hmm. Deep down None of us are happy Mm. Deep down and I was like, well, cool. I, I don't expect you to turn into an athlete. Mm-hmm. But what I want you to do is, okay, hey, improve your nutrition this way. Get a little bit more movement. Yeah. Take your weight yourself away from the environment yeah. and surround yourself with people who are good role models, yeah. who 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 are exercising for the right reasons. And of course, it's good to be in shape. You feel a lot more confident. Yeah. Like, you're in great shape right now.
1: Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I guess
0: you're feeling confident
1: for it. Yeah, exactly. I think it's, it's exactly, you have to just do it in a way that suits your lifestyle. Yeah. You can't be feeling like it's taken over your mind and your social life and everything like that yeah. because that's when it really starts to get in the way. And then, you know, some people, I feel like if I were to, you know, go, I don't know, lose weight now, yeah. I think it's still a bit too fresh for me. Yeah. But maybe next year I can trust myself and really do it in such a healthy way. Like I'm starting running now, which is a huge milestone for me Brilliant. because I'd always run, run just to lose, lose weight. Rather than just to, to do it to, to improve your mental exactly. health and
0: obviously improve your stomach. Yeah.
1: So that this is a challenge for me because it's like the first step into doing those sort of habits that are seen as weight loss habits, but actually they're just sort of really good to improve your mental health, get yeah. out in the fresh air. percent Like it's not all about the calories. No. So that's a good challenge for me, and I'm honestly enjoying it so much. I love running. Yeah, good. And it's no. so mad because I never ever would have thought that. Yeah, but it's just that's mental switch
0: yeah it's mental switch rather than exercising to obviously torture yourself to look (laughs) a certain way the benefits of exercising is obviously your mental health how you feel Mm. but then obviously the bonus is obviously how you look as well and that's just the final bonus it shouldn't be the only thing while you exercise what's your thoughts on the body positive movement?
1: Um, I think love yourself all the time like always love yourself no matter no matter what condition you're in but I guess again it's really important to just be your optimal in terms of like physical health mental health Um, so if that means losing Mm -hmm. a bit of weight then absolutely go for it but I think yeah it can there's I don't know the society thinks very black and white like we're such extremists we either look at like really skinny models or we're like I don't want to. I'm, I'm careful with what I'm saying here. Yeah, no, you have got to be
0: careful because of CV. Yeah. But I can say it for you. so. You're either celebrating obesity or yeah. or you're or celebrating, celebrating anorexia, skinniness. Yes. Yeah. Where's the middle line?
1: Where's
0: the middle line? Where's the because of course, like you can be slightly overweight and still be very healthy. Mm. I'm not saying you have to be a certain body fat percentage to be healthy. There's a, yeah, there, you can be so, but of course. Ooh. Sorry All sorts going on But of course Like there is a fine line With being overweight But not being healthy Yeah And you, and people celebrate Yeah that? for, for sure. me I look at that I'm going oh Yeah Because the facts are facts Like if you look at COVID The majority of people Who suffered most of COVID yeah. Were people who didn't have A very good Cardiovascular yeah. system Being overweight um, And I guess Your percentage of Obviously living Above the 80s Is, is, is reduced mm. Your your risk of heart disease Your risk of cancers Is mm. a lot higher So you've got to look At the facts as well Yeah for Sure. So when I come to, I guess, I, I keep coming back to online coaching, I'm, I, t- I tell my clients this and I'm like, God, cool, we're really going to help you. Mm. And they go, great. So yeah, of course, there's, there's a fine line.
1: Mm, there is. There's a fine line. Also, I think people sort of think about eating disorders as people who are just skinny. But again, yeah. there's an eating disorder on the obesity oh, yeah. oh, massively. side of it. Binge eating is a massive thing. Yeah, and like binge people, eating. Yeah, so massively. So it's, yeah, it's being careful of what you're promoting
0: there. 100%. It's, it's, yeah, it's especially. Like, I've learned massive when I was younger. Uh, like like a twenty year old typical PT, uh, people are overweight are just lazy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that. It's just that <laughs> just simple as that. Up. Yeah, but it's, no, obviously there's a lot more factors mm. to play. And obviously with experience, it's how you deal with those different clients. It's it's, yeah. it's very different. Some people need the cruel to be kind approach. Yeah, like come get it done. Yeah, this is how we do it. Yeah. no matter what. And nice then other people that need a bit more of a relaxed approach, mm-hmm. a bit more like uh, arm around their shoulder, mm. uh, educate them, and it's a slower process. Mm. So it's all about adapting for sure. Yeah. Um <laughs>
1: yeah. no, we'll Imagine, say if Ruth well. was in here as well, I swear it'd be
0: going off. <laughs> You'd be uh, like
1: ripping my hands apart.
0: Yes. Okay, cool. So obviously we've learned about your journey and from your journey, like I said, everyone's on their own path. You've inspired so many young girls, you've gained a good following from it, your engagement's mm-hmm. great. Um I'm a businessman. You are? <laughs> um and I think we all should be business, obviously. Yeah. We all need to earn money to uh, live a good lifestyle. What is what is your ambition? Like obviously. Um, are you going to become an online coach are you going to help young mm. girls do exactly like help you with your journey what's going on
1: yeah I'm a very ambitious person <laughs> my yeah. management's always like Millie just slow down a little bit so I there's so many things I want to do in my life first of all I want to get an MBA okay, <laughs> like, I want to just do something in in society that's so impactful that yeah it changes society yeah. in some way or another around like you know diet culture whatever mm-hmm. our bodies how we look at ourselves. I just want to really, like, make an impact for the next generation. How are you going to
0: do that? Is it writing a book? Is it... Well,
1: yeah. So I'm writing a book. Nice. Um, Have you, are you got a publisher? A <laughs> we're in the process. We're kids. So we're in the process of it. Um. So I'm doing that. And then, obviously, yeah, I do want to set up my online coaching. I feel like I can just help a lot of girls um, directly. Big time. So... I want to do that.
0: Because um, the thing about, 90% of online coaches are probably for weight loss or yeah. or lean muscle gain, yeah. let call it. So that could be, yeah, you, you've got... A,
1: my niche. Your niche. My niche. And you need a niche in this industry yeah, because it's time of very saturated. Yeah.
0: I'm very fortunate, I guess I've been in the game for 10 years, I've trained athletes, celebrities, etc. Yeah. So I guess that's my niche. Mm. Whereas if you're coming on board now as saying exactly what I do, well, hang a minute, you you got, exactly. got to have a little niche and yeah. your niche is very good.
1: Yeah, I'd like to think so, yeah. Of course it's, it is. It is definitely something that really sort of turned heads when I first started yes. with it.
0: And are you um, are you qualified as a PT? Not yet. So that's something we... <laughs> that's something that well,
1: I need to do. Well, we got Leap do. Academy,
0: one of my sponsors. i so We'll get you, we'll get you qualified. Yeah, please. Because once you're qualified, because I think you've gained so much knowledge anyway from mm. your experience... Uh, obviously, you, you lift in the gym, obviously, so you train in yeah. the gym, you know exactly what you're doing. Yeah. But it's just turning getting that into a do you know what I think it is?
1: I think it, what scares me is like learning about all the muscles and bones. I can't do that. You can't do I that. I can't do that. I think
0: <laughs> it's so easy because when I did my PT qualification, coming, obviously, f- things didn't work out metabolism wise. I had to learn a lot about nutrition in my body. So when it came to the courses and stuff, it was so easy and I had a passion mm. for it. I think once you have a passion for it, it's easy to learn. Yeah. Like obviously, when we were at school, when we were learning about, I don't know, history and stuff like yeah. that, which I actually enjoy I now. I love history. Yeah, <laughs> I do now. But when I was younger, um, oh, he's got a tough body. Yeah,
1: I know. Um,
0: when I was younger, um, I was like, I don't want to learn this. But now, as we see, you see, it'll be easy. So I yeah. think you'll get signed up, no problem. I know. So get your qualification on my coaching. Think how many girls you could actually change. I know. Because as much as your Instagrams are doing really well, engagement, can you actually make a real yeah, big difference, you know? Because a lot of girls are probably watching your stuff Goes, yeah, doing you know what, that's really inspired yeah. me. But are they actually changing? Mm. So I think that'd be great for you.
1: Yeah. It's it's true like there are definitely girls who are changing, but I I want to always do more. I want to keep yeah. making like I want to make that scale just bigger and bigger. Yeah. I can be helping, you know, I, like, girls message me like, "Oh, you've changed my life." But it's like that is honestly incredible to hear that and read that, but it still doesn't I don't I still don't believe it. So I feel yeah. like if I can be on their journey with them, that intimately, then that yeah. would just be amazing
0: as well. 100%. So, yeah, that's definitely a big And goal. this book, like, how was it? Oh, I'm, I'm asking too many questions about the book. Yeah, maybe because,
1: a bit too many questions about the book. Yeah,
0: um, because I recently read a book by Roxy at Manifest. Which oh, is a, yeah, I is love a great that one. Book. And what I liked about her is also she did, like, where you could do a lot of writing in the book. Yeah, so it was almost like a journal. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure you yeah, interact, I'm sure you got the same <laughs> sort of ideas. But then that way, then that book does really well and it turned into you're doing talks around the country yeah. and then you got your MBME like mm-hmm. it's definitely I have that vision
1: yeah doing a TED talk would be quite fun that'd be cool yeah there's a lot of things in the pipeline a lot of things because yeah. you're
0: 23 that's young yeah. that's young I'm 25 25 oh yeah 25 sorry I have a mess <laughs> still that's still young. so young, so young. So, young. <laughs> so young but I have to say it goes quick I
1: know like, I'm um, noticing that
0: I started in the PT industry when I was 20 it's like fuck I'm 29 now it's gone so quick and yeah. I've achieved a lot but still we want to keep you keep yeah. going I still to myself now yeah, I've only, I'm only getting started.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. I want to always be at my peak. Yeah. Um, I don't want to look back and be like, oh, that was my peak. Like now I'm going downhill. Yeah, of course. Um, So yeah, you need to keep that momentum. Yeah. Which is quite hard.
0: And um, is Instagram going well for you right now? Are you yeah, getting, Instagram's like, going well. Are you working with any brands, ambassador roles? What's yeah, so I'm still on? with
1: Gymshark. Very close with them. Uh, I've actually got an event with them on Sunday. Nice. How long store. have you been in Gymshark now? Oh, a year. Coming up two years. Yeah. Which is crazy. Because like, I feel like so Gymshark,
0: so because I got approached Jim Shark years ago. Yeah. But I was with Adidas at the time and I chose hey. Adidas over Gymshark. Which is probably a bad mistake now because... Um, I mean, at
1: the time, probably. You because know. I feel like
0: Gymshark, they bring you on board and then you're with them for you're the long them. run. But wow. Adidas are like, yeah, we're changing up our campaigns. Yeah, we're no longer mm. you. I was with Under Armour. Um, and loved being with Under Armour. And I, I was so good with Under Armour. Um, and then they changed their way uh, of thinking yeah, yeah. nothing to do with me they were going to leave, let me go but they were sort of changing our campaign mm. where well, I feel like Gymshark they really look after you and they move you the wrong way they one. really
1: do and they really help you like progress as a person as well so if I needed any help with any sort of like coaching or anything they would yeah. just, they would you know help me with that yes. in any way that is that's good so I remember when I first started YouTube they they bought me a vlogging camera oh, wow. to help me with that so it was just that's little nice. things like that it, they're really really personal and friendly really and amazing good. yeah yeah Mm-hmm. So that was like a huge dream come true when I got approached by them. It was yeah. honestly crazy. Um, so yeah, that, I'm working with them and then I'm doing little bits here and there. Um, I'm kind of sort of focusing on TikTok at the moment because I feel like that's... It's
0: TikTok? Because I struggle with TikTok. And yeah. dog's now humping me. <laughs> he anyway, He does that. He
1: does
0: that. <laughs> it's fine. He's learning. He's cool. He's learning. Let him learn. So teach him young. <laughs> um, yeah, so with TikTok, I struggle with TikTok. I don't know, maybe because... Uh, my audience is, I guess, 30 to 40 when it comes to my business clients. Mm. Um, and I, I, I post here and now on TikTok. It's not really going doing much for me. Yeah. So I'm sticking to my guns on Instagram.
1: The thing is, I think if you start posting, <laughs> don't let them rip your shirt. Uh, that's right. <laughs> if you start consistently posting on TikTok, you can reach the younger audience. Yeah. Um, And then obviously that will obviously expand your yeah, whole cool. age range. Cool. So, Are you, guess... you
0: finding you're growing on TikTok quicker than you're on Instagram?
1: No, I think I I grew on Instagram at an unusual rate. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, TikTok is still. I mean, some people grow so fast, like overnight, and some yeah. people are just a bit more slow. I mean, I definitely. And can grows. you
0: compare? Sometimes you compare yourself to people like, well, my yeah. Some, but then again, you got to stick to yeah, your you guns and your just guns. focus your thing because I've seen some people go, boom, yeah. I'm like, fuck, it's it's a tough one because I've. Bought my businesses out So I had to put so much time in To get it done mm. In my businesses Which means I neglected Instagram a little yeah. bit And then these people Who while I was building My businesses Were putting so much time In their content Instagram yeah. And they've overtaken me Following wise But then I have to Remind myself They're not doing nothing Nowhere no. near what I'm doing When it comes to business Did he just fall? He just fell. Yeah Sorry mate um, So yeah Again you have to Remind yourself It's like
1: Exactly Focus that. on your path. Yeah. Focus
0: on your journey. And the
1: value. And the
0: value. It's not
1: about numbers. No, it's
0: not about numbers. But it's hard
1: to not get wrapped up in it. It is so hard. It is so hard. <laughs> do you do YouTube?
0: Um. So, no, I, I'm starting to do YouTube reels now. I, I ain't got the time to do these vlogs yeah, and stuff.
1: Yeah,
0: I know. That's the thing. Uh, it's so time consuming. Um, and I don't want to do too much because I will absolutely kill myself. Mm. You, you'll burn yourself out. Yeah, you do. Um, and I think as I've got older, I've invested in more people to help me. I, I, I've got a few employees now and I'm bringing on some online coaches, to help me with my online coaching, um, which is going to be very beneficial yeah. for me because it allows me to grow, keep growing. Like growing the business, yeah,
1: exactly. Um,
0: I've been at a number, and I've stood at this number now because I said I can't bring anyone else on because I'm not giving them the service they want. Yeah, but for me to them bring more people on and help more people, yeah. I have to bring on good online coaches. Yeah. I'm not just going to bring That's anyone. That's the thing;
1: it's hard to to trust who you're bringing on.
0: Yeah, it's hard to trust and judge. because well, I'm gonna have to sit them down. I'm going to do a presentation. This is my philosophy. This is how I coach my clients. This is how I talk to my clients. I don't expect them to be the same. Mm. I will do all the programming, of course. Um. But I need them to understand my philosophy. Mm. Because we all go in different methods. Yeah. Not one method fits right all. I know my method is decent. It's got results yeah. over the last 10 years. Um, so that yeah, it's important. Yeah. But like you said, you can't get sucked into, oh, just because they got actually 100,000 followers recently, I've got to be doing exactly what yeah, they're exactly doing. exactly that. You get lost.
1: Yeah, you do. Yeah. You need to stick to your own girl. Yeah, exactly. exactly that. And yeah. I think with the people who grow on TikTok, they are just so real and raw. Yeah. Like, I feel like there's loads of people who are, who just talk absolute rubbish yeah, but it's stuff that you can still relate to because I guess a lot of it is stuff that you don't even want to say because maybe you're too scared of what people think yeah. or anything like that but they just say it and that's how they grow because well
0: this is the thing like in these days you've got, you've got to be controversial to grow yeah but then if you're controversial, you can easily be cancelled. Exactly, yeah.
1: It's got to be, it's fine in right. the middle
0: ground. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and I guess when you've got these ambassador roles and stuff, you've got to sit on the fence. Yeah. And that's something I had to do for ages. Yeah. But now I'm I, I just focus on Bradley Simmons' brand. I don't necessarily have to sit on the fence anymore. Yeah. not anything bad. I just say how I feel. Yeah. Some people are going to agree with it, some people aren't. Yeah. And the people that don't grow, agree with it, I would say as a minority. And they
1: don't need but to follow me either.
0: They don't need to follow me, but they <laughs> come at you hard. Yeah, they so then your mind's yeah. like, oh my God, so they're coming at me hard. Does this mean everyone thinks like
1: Yeah, this? exactly that. But no,
0: the majority of people are with me, yeah. but they can't say it. Yeah. It's mad.
1: Um, yeah, when you get hate online, it is scary. Because yes. the stuff that people can say is like, you would just never even... Think about saying to anyone?
0: No, of course not. There's some yeah, it's crazy bad. people. Yeah, about yeah. That. You get some bad trolls. Yeah, but bad. over the years, it's it's made me stronger. Yeah, exactly. It's made me thick skin. And yeah, it's made me realise, what well, I'm doing something alright Yeah. My granddad always said, if they're not talking about you, you're doing something That's right. That's
1: so true. And I feel like it's just a reflection of their insecurities. All of the course time. it is.
0: Of course it is. So you a amount of people, people out, out. If you actually call them out, they go, I'm oh, good. I'm sorry. I didn't yeah, know. you yeah, read I this did, Yeah,
1: I didn't think you'd see it. And yeah.
0: I like, Fuck you! You need help. Me. No. fucking Let's have a call. How are you
1: gaining anything from doing that?
0: Yeah, let's do some online coaching. Yeah, actually help. Let's
1: get some. But
0: actually, <laughs> Like recently on this podcast actually I simply just said like When it comes to antidepressants And I got so much backlash from it The majority of people agreed with me But mm-hmm. I got a lot of backlash All I said was it's like I would do anything I can Not to go on antidepressants If I felt like I was going down that road So I, before I went on antidepressants i will try and look after my nutrition uh, Look after my mental health surround myself with mm-hmm. the right people Um, And I wasn't saying If you need to be on an antidepressants Of course mm-hmm. you need to go on antidepressants Of course uh, and that's all I said, and the backlash from it. So sometimes, when your intentions mm. are good, some people can take something that you say oh my gosh, and yeah. completely yeah. blow up. Yeah, and this, I, everyone jumped on the bandwagon, <laughs> and you're going, oh, "God, what have I said?" Yeah, even though your intentions are only good.
1: Yeah, it's hard to to also convince people that your intentions are good because what they're seeing is yeah not that of so it's hard like I don't know if you saw recently about the Sainsbury's thing no it's Sainsbury's me. TikTok so I posted TikTok because basically I, I just want to do good deeds in my life of course um, we're and good people we want to yeah, help people yeah we're good people. people so one like one day I, I just sort of woke up and I was like I want to do something like really nice for someone today and I put it on my stories I was like should I buy someone a coffee um, buy someone flowers buy someone's food shop or yeah. what's the other one compliment someone and did you film it So this is just on like a picture story. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So then the majority of votes was like, oh, go buy someone's food shop. So I was like, so this this is when I filmed it. But privately, just myself, no one else was in it. Um, And I sort of like took them on this journey of me buying someone's food shop because I was like, I've sort of already involved my followers this one. Yeah, it's nice. So I went into Sainsbury's. It was just like the closest supermarket to me. And I went in and I, I offered to buy this guy's food shop. Um, it was like a big, big food shop, and I was just like, I'd love. I know this is really random, but I'd love to help you today, and like, well, not help you, but yeah. I just love to buy a food shop, basically. Um, what was his
0: reaction like? <laughs> his reaction
1: was not very good at all. Like
0: he saw it as a he saw it.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess. He must have saw it as quite um, patronising, or yeah, like he. Well, well, I, I think may have. Men
0: would. I think maybe you should have gone to a woman.
1: <laughs> well, so then I went for a woman after this because I was like, right, I'm yeah, yeah, not yeah, leaving yeah, yeah, without yeah, yeah, buying yeah, yeah. something. So then I went to a woman, and she just looked at me like I was an absolute idiot. And then I was like panicking at this point. I was like really, like really embarrassed. And then um, I went to this other woman who was so lovely, but she was just like, I don't deserve it. Like, thank you so much. Yeah. And then she sort of questioned like why I was doing it, and then she was like. I shouldn't question someone's kindness. Like, yeah. that's really bad of me. So, anyway, I eventually just bought loads of food and put it in the food bank there. Nice. Um, And I left feeling so deflated and, like, humiliated and judged and awful.
0: Yeah.
1: And it was weird because my intentions were so, so, so good. Well, listen, your
0: intentions are so good, but I think so many people have seen these type of content on Instagram. Yeah. And people are like, are you doing this for views? You didn't do it. I know you didn't do it for views, but there's a lot of people out there doing shit like that for views. And it's like know. like going up to tramps and buying them blah blah, blah. bro. Mm. Just do that without filming it.
1: The thing is, so this is what like, all the comments so I put it on TikTok, just thinking that it would just go to my small knit yeah. family like community yeah. Um, obviously it didn't. It went absolutely viral. It went yeah. worldwide on like all the radio stations. You probably got just, called white privilege as well. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's so many shabang, yeah. so many names. Um, the the TikTok comments are brutal. Yeah, but I wait. What was I going to say? <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. But yeah. Oh no. Yeah. So I haven't seen these sort of TikToks where people do it. Okay. But a lot of comments are saying like, oh, you're just copying everyone else. And yeah. I was like a bit confused at the start. And I obviously researched onto TikTok yeah. and I was seeing like loads. It was like a trend. I don't even yeah. know it was a trend. Um... But obviously, like, I could not reply to any of these comments because it's just feeding, no,
0: of course. feeding that.
1: But yeah, it was really hard to to have it's such dr- pure intentions. That's a tough you because
0: it was good intentions. Yeah, maybe you went in there a bit naive, which <laughs> is all, naive. it's a learning process. It I've is. done stuff on Instagram, and it it was naive for me yeah. to think that that was the right thing exactly. to do. You learn from it like shit, like obviously calling over people lazy. That's yeah. naive. I yeah, didn't yeah, do yeah. my research, I didn't actually my homework before mm-hmm. saying that. Mm. And I guess maybe you in that situation <laughs> didn't go, it was a- This is gonna <laughs> look like I'm filming this and trying to get brownies. Yeah, products. exactly.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. You, I guess I know you, you're attention. It just didn't even
1: cross my mind. Head, head. No. But obviously now I know, and I think I'm just gonna continue giving food to food banks instead of. Yeah, food banks, charities, food stuff yeah. like that. Going up
0: to a geezer, mate, I'm gonna pay like,
1: <laughs> Are you. Have a look. I know it's just not myself? the British
0: just, culture. Do, 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 like, I, do I look like someone? Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like a, it's like a slap in the face. Yeah, do, I look, like, do, like, I do I look? Do like someone? Like, yeah, do yeah. I look poor? Do I look like a? Yeah, it's yeah. mad. In America, you could definitely get away with That's that.
1: That's what that people are saying. Yeah, maybe I'll we'll just go over there. Go and to try
0: California. It. and You'll yeah, be alright over there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but look, it's all a learning curve, isn't it? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um,
0: and obviously, it's it's knowing our audience. Um, you have to know your audience. Yeah, Massively needs to know your audience and. Obviously you, you've been in the game for what, two years? Yeah. So it's still early days. Still early days. So where still are you going to be in year ten years, right hey? Over the last couple of months, I've been using Live Jacket Skin Protection in my daily routine, a brand on a mission to stop the rise in skin cancer. Skin cancer rates have doubled since the 90s and are forecast to double again over the next 20 years. So not only is Live Jacket Daily SPF Moisturiser protecting my skin from UV rays, but from all weather conditions. I'm also quite picky with how products fill on my skin, but this stuff is weightless. For more information, visit LiveJacketSkin.com and give them a follow at LiveJacketSkin. Where can you about see it. yourself in 10 years? Um, Living in London? Because a lot of people in our industry are moving mm, away. see people. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about moving to the Dubai. Really? Yes. Well, look, I do
1: see people move to Dubai, actually, yeah.
0: Regular Fitman D, sun is shining, easy to create content. Um, I feel like a lot of people out there are on the same wavelength when it comes to Ambition. Yeah. Wanna grow in their businesses. Is there a good
1: like fitness industry out there? Yeah, it's a
0: good fitness industry. Don't grow in Dubai, there's a lot of I'm gonna say there's quite a lot of tackiness as well. Mm-hmm. So you got I'm gonna try and stay clear from that, of course. Yeah. Um but there's there's a lot of good people out like there I know I can connect with and always oh, on the table. But and <laughs> and we have to continuously learn. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like
0: I feel like here in London, um, I might be one of the ones doing really well yeah. but I want to be surrounded where I'm not I'm doing the you least You want to be well. challenged You want to be challenged yeah. I want to be inspired Yeah. So I'm going to give a go in, in Dubai just do it for a year see how I feel Yeah I can
1: imagine you in Dubai Yeah
0: And get a good and I'll keep popping over to Bali and then I might do a little oh, spell nice. in America
1: Why not? So with your dog?
0: Yeah I'll bring roots everywhere See with that's me. the thing
1: I'm, I'm worried about now being a dog mum I would love to go to Bali and like live there for a few months. Yeah, or... well
0: I think Roots at his age would have been I would have struggled. Um but now he's at age where he's very chilled. People love Roots. And yeah. Like, I would look after him for a month. Happy days. I
1: guess.
0: Um <laughs> happy days. I he's still in he's fine. Um but yeah, at the moment, yeah, you're gonna have to be full on. Yeah, and I
1: know. I think yeah, when he's a bit older, I'll definitely yeah. start. Oh, we'll I always
0: look after him. Him and Roots would be oh, sweet thanks. if you want to go to Bali. I'm, sure but I'm going to day. Bali uh, on Tuesday for two weeks. Oh, which I'm excited Whereabouts? about. Whereabouts? Changu. Um, so I'm going to do Canggu and I'm going to go to Uluwatu. Mm. Uh, I, a lot of people are moving to Uluwatu. Yeah. So people that don't know about Uluwatu, it's basically becoming this little village, similar to Parsons Green, yeah. but in Bali. Um, and yeah, like, it's I, so I, don't, I don't blame, blame people here no. in the UK, especially owning your own businesses. It's taxes are going up, corporate taxes are going up to 24%. Oh my God. It's just mad. That's crazy. Yeah, PET is always going to be there. And yeah. then you've got your personal tax yeah. as well. So um, when people say, oh, we need to tax the rich, it's like, hang on a minute. Paying 65% taxes. Yeah. 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 So no, I'm going to no, try no. a device, see what that's like. Yeah. Um, well, Dubai's
1: tax free, isn't
0: it? Yeah, I think like they've got like 9% now with corporate tax. There's nothing like that compared to the UK. And anyway, look, it's just, it's, you've got to test these things. Otherwise, it'll be my biggest regret. Being single, I can You're
1: do You're free. It. You can do what you want. Thing.
0: Are you in a relationship?
1: No, I'm single.
0: So they now do. you're in, look, you're looking great. you <laughs> are feeling good. and the boys coming your way now.
1: Yeah, I have noticed a difference. i have
0: noticed a difference.
1: Yeah. yeah, big difference. Yeah, my but, dating life is like pretty active, and I just love a good. I just love meeting guys, love meeting friends, love meeting people. Um, but yeah, I haven't been lucky enough to find
0: to someone find that someone. You
1: really with, no, which no. is
0: which is good. I think a lot of people just rush into relationships. Yeah,
1: I mean to be honest, I think I. I I needed so much time by myself to learn about what I like and mm-hmm. like also learn about myself. I mean, it sounds so cliche, but I'm very, very comfortable with my myself and my own space. And now I'm ready to go into a relationship. I think if I went into a relationship before, like even during my eating disorder mm. or during my weight gain, I just think it would have been quite hard for me to... I don't know. I think I would have been quite, quite reliant on them Yeah, and still seeking the validation when I just need That validation for myself and could
0: you drain Their energy as well Yeah exactly Which causes in Not I guess A nice healthy relationship When I look at Relationships I think like that, That's not going to work out Yeah majority is because Both of them are quite insecure mm. They're not where they It's not where they want To be in life Exactly uh, They're both not happy With themselves And that can clash Yeah Look don't get me wrong Some relationships Can really push each other But I've been in relationships Where I really like the person mm. But I'm not where I want to be in life oh, Right now yeah. And the only way I feel I can get there Is if I'm just alone Yeah um, and I just tunnel vision
1: Sounds
0: mm-hmm. selfish It sounds selfish It's got to be, little, selfish, gotta be selfish though got to do me
1: Yeah
0: Um And I love being in a relationship But where I'm such a generous person I, I I waste a lot of my energy on that person
1: Yeah
0: And that time will come Yeah When I have a missus and the kids, And it should feel natural It should feel natural It shouldn't feel forced But right now as much as I enjoy doing it, I'm like I've got to be doing this all for myself Yeah and I hate breaking up with people, yeah. man. I feel like I hate letting people down. You're
1: quite a relationship person. Like,
0: um, yeah, I, I it sounds bad. I'm always like two years, then <laughs> yeah. you're single, two years, you're single. <laughs> you get bored of being single as well. Yeah. Uh don't get me wrong, it's fun, but you get bored sometimes. There, there you get sometimes you just want to like a, so you want a nice, nice person, house. just do some cool things yeah. with. Um but no, I I think I, I need to focus on just myself and be single for a while.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good that you know that though. Yeah. 100%. I feel like a lot of guys are just sort of like, nah, next one who's got the next one yeah well the last
0: thing I want to do is lead, is lead people on yeah. I hate that oh, I, I hate that so much. yeah and being a personal trainer I've trained a lot of women mm. and I hear from their side of view about obviously a lot of guys only be around their mates yeah yeah and they might say oh girls are such hard work blah blah <laughs> but I've actually <laughs> trained a lot of women and I listen to their side of view so that's been a massive help for okay, me that's good massive help for me mm. so I know okay cool I'm not going to give someone my energy if I feel like I can't focus mm-hmm. on that relationship so for me uh, tunnel vision. I was talking to David Baggini about this. He mm. he uh, settled down. At, well, probably had kids and stuff around thirty nine, forty. Because I, mm. I did everything I wanted to do, mm. and I guess maybe us guys can maybe do that. Do that, yeah. When we hit that, we I hit guess like women, maybe not. Yeah, but
1: it is true. Like I think society still have this sort of expectation on when you should get married, when you should have long term relationships, when you should have babies, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can see like glimpses of that, like sort of disappearing. I feel like people are starting to get married a bit later on, a bit like, you know, a bit older, yeah. which is reassuring for me because <laughs> it means I don't yeah, need course. to rush anything.
0: But you've got to obviously look after yourself. But exactly,
1: yeah. Because I, I know,
0: let's be honest, again, facts over feelings, the older you leave it, the more risk there is of, yeah. of course, so you need to make sure you're in no, good, good shape. Yeah, you do. And that's that risk, isn't it? Because I know so many women, and rightly so, want to become entrepreneurs, they want yeah. to have their own businesses. Um, and my sister's trying to do it But she's got two kids And she's finding it so difficult it She thought she would be able to do it She goes You know what It's just, it's yeah. pretty much impossible Even
1: being a dog mum taking up all my life Yeah 100% Honestly, yeah, no, like, Having a
0: dog is a big priority it's
1: something else In your yeah. life That you have to put a lot of time And effort 100%. into 100% It really
0: just
1: Because I feel yeah. like
0: right now like, Obviously there's this like Women empowerment movement Which is brilliant Yeah However There's also It's quite mad um, For example A lot of people Are putting their money And shares in Cat food Oh <laughs> Yeah. Cat food. Cat food. Why? Red wine.
1: Right. And
0: um, freezing their eggs. Oh. Because a lot of women are becoming, obviously, entrepreneurs, having their own oh. businesses. And a lot of them older in life go, fuck.
1: Oh
0: my God, yeah. I ain't got, I ain't got a partner. I'm ready no. for a partner. And I, so, I listened to it on the podcast. I was like, actually, that actually quite makes sense. So, um, yeah, so I, I'm mm. I, in a way I'm kind of worried about women as well. It's like, yes, it's great having none, but then one day when it comes to family, like, mm. uh, could you leave it too yeah. late?
1: Well, so I obviously would. This would cross my mind when I lost my period for eight years. I thought, yeah. gosh, I'm never going to be able to have kids. It's quite, quite sad. Have you
0: reversed that now? Yeah, yeah I've reversed so that healthy. now.
1: Um. So, but I still think about it now. I'm like, gosh, have I damaged my menstrual cycle? Have I damaged like? that opportunity to have kids if I haven't had my period for eight years yeah. like what goes on there so that's always in the back of my head it's quite scary but yeah it, it is a it's a weird it's a weird thing
0: going back to obviously your history or your your experience there's a there might be a few girls out there that don't realise they're going into that in that slippery soap mm. of an eating disorder yeah could you advise them on them, <laughs> what the signs could be
1: the signs. Um, because
0: you're an inspiration, you've come out of it, so they must be looking and go, God, that's why I want to be. Yeah. What's the slippery soaps like? Not realising you're going into it? Oh. I guess, is it just one sign not having a mental cycle? Like, well, gosh, yeah, that's, that's like, that's, that's, that's probably
1: big, like one of the last signs, I think. That's the last signs. You don't want to okay. get to that okay. point. Because that's the sign of the body shutting down. Um, I think the first sign maybe would be if you're starting to cancel plans because you're sort of prioritising like fitting calories in or yeah. um, I don't know wanting to go to the gym the next morning and you you just don't but like if you can do that once in a while like great but yeah. if you're constantly doing that I think that's when it's a bit of a red flag yeah. Um, I mean I don't know about anyone else but for me I, I started to get loads of social anxiety so that was a bad sign for me um What's another sign? I guess like hair falling out and stuff. Yeah,
0: I was going to say hair falling out. Skin. Hair looking, is, yeah.
1: yeah. I got really bad acne um, from my nourishment. Uh, my eyes like got really dull. Mm-hmm. So I have blue eyes and they just sort of went really dull. But again, I didn't even notice that at the time. Um... Nails being really flaky and and I guess weak.
0: bad gut health means bad men- mental health. Yeah, as well. yeah,
1: for sure. Like, yeah, that's probably where the social anxiety came from. Probably
0: bad sleep as well. He probably wasn't yeah, getting that Bad sleep. sleep.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I'd get up at night a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, some people say that. So I used to have to always get up and go to the toilet like twice in the night. Yeah. And some people would be like, "That was that's obviously a sign of like your malnourishment," and I didn't really understand the science behind it, but yeah. maybe there's something connected there. Okay. Um,
0: so look, the thing is someone can listen literally say listen to that one bit you said and go, yeah. and hang in a minute. Yeah. Early signs. And relate. Yeah.
1: It is yeah, there's there's a lot.
0: So much awareness is good. Mm. And I'm learning from this. Mm. I've never had to deal with it. Yeah. And
1: I try and think of other things. Like there's just just so much. Even your teeth going a little bit yeah. yellowy or bad breath. Bad breath. <laughs> obviously, like if you're constantly hungry, that's obviously not a good yeah, sign. Of um yeah. I mean, I was a big advocate of um, intermittent fasting. So that, I mean, I was sort of like training my appetite, and training my body to not eat at certain times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so one of the signs for me was when I was starting to really sort of latch onto timings of when I can eat. And so if so I was like hungry. yeah, look, how, look at the clock yeah. all the time. So if I was hungry at like 12, it wasn't 1.30 or 2, which is when I usually allow myself to have lunch. So I wouldn't eat until that time. And that should have been like an obvious sign for me, but it was just something that I just did. Like I didn't even think of it as a bad thing. So yeah, loads of different things. Loads of different little (laughs) signs,
0: massively. Okay, cool. Um, I've already asked these good questions. (laughs) We'll round it up now. Oh, cool. Look, I think we've concluded what Mm. this episode was all about, making awareness about, I guess, eating disorders and obviously seeing a positive journey coming out of it and obviously seeing you blossom you're smashing it you. now thinking about businesses which is great You've, yeah. which you never would have done before
1: yeah it's true
0: and you're finally going to reach your full potential I am I'm
1: going to reach my peak
0: reach your peak. Keep and reaching I, that peak and I think you're going to continue growing I think I can definitely see you having a book
1: thanks yeah
0: online coaching I think you should definitely a documentary. do who documentary knows? who knows The world is your oyster. Exactly that. Exactly. So thank you for coming on board. I'm sure we'll have this podcast again and see where you are. Thank you. See where you're going. Thanks for having me. Did you enjoy that?
1: I love the chat. Good, good. good. (laughs) And
0: your dog is literally, I've got bites all over know. I am like bleeding. I'm literally bleeding. I don't
1: know what he's doing. Probably weeing on the floor.
0: (laughs) All right, well, we'll speak soon.
1: (laughs) Yeah, cool. Thank you.
0: Thank you for listening to that episode. If you enjoyed it, please share on your socials and don't forget to subscribe. If you want more information about my online coaching services and get it done, then don't hesitate to message me at Bradley Simmons on Instagram.